Greetings, uh, everyone. Uh, this is Diane, and welcome to my podcast on Breaking the Ties That Bind. We have discussed breaking ties in previous podcasts for insecurities, abuse, uh, the verbal, the physical, the molestation. We have discussed breaking the ties of generational curses, not wanting or unable to forgive, uh, breaking the ties of rejection, masking for strongholds, and changing your feeling of being uh, being lost, uh, being alone or depressed, changing your mindset of being unfilled, change the way that you feel about yourself, and changing, uh, as last month, your feeling of unworthiness. Now, that was a good one. Uh, some of you need to probably go back like I did, and I even wrote it, to click on it again and again and again, because we are worthy. But I want to remind you, change takes place when we become different or make something or somebody different. Change takes place in character, in form or function uh, to change within a range of possibilities or in connection with something or someone um, making a change, thinking about making a change, direction to another. Change to me especially improves uh, the usefulness of someone or able to change in this way or that way or that way or this way. I know I, I have inundated everybody uh, with a lot of changes in this series. But today, uh, we are going to discuss changing the way you see your future. I wish I had a drum and I would say drum roll, uh, uh, drum roll, please. But uh, that's my table. I don't have a drum. But if I did... I would say drum roll, please. Change the way you see your future. And in this session, um, I want to share with you, uh, if you can get your pencil, but then again, you really don't need pencil paper because when, I have, when I'm done and I save this episode and I share, you can go back again and again and take notes. But for those that are probably like me, uh, already with your notebook or you have your paper and your pencil. Change in this session coming again out of my book, Breaking the Ties at Bond. Change starts with the four Ps. So you say, okay, Sister Diane, what are the four Ps? <laughs> and I'm so glad you asked. Uh, so I will answer my question to you from me by starting with the first P which is the plan, the plan of salvation by repenting of your sins, asking the Lord to enter your heart, being baptized in the name of Jesus and filled with the Holy Ghost or his precious spirit with the evidence, the evidence of, of speaking in tongues. And you become a born again believer. And after this, you let God direct you to a church that will teach you the word, 
And what I have found out in my older, elder age, find a church that you feel connected to. Find a church um, that you are connected by that man or that woman of God teaching you out of the abundance of, of their heart. Not connected only because of praise and worship. Not only connected because uh, the music is great. Not only connected because um, when you come in, the music and the praise team, everything is bumping. But you would leave out without his word. And to me, if you feel connected uh, to that man or that woman, uh, that that person is teaching you out of the abundance of their heart, his word, that word, the word of God. And you will feel, trust me on this one, that this man or woman of God has a heart and love for God's people and a vision of outreach for community that will meet the unmet needs of his people. Okay. Uh, the second P is purpose. I know I could teach a whole session on purpose, but because I want, I do not want to take up a lot of your time, so I'll make it short. Uh, the second P, purpose. Uh, to become a born-again, educated, soul-winning disciple for Christ that is equipped to win souls for the kingdom of Christ so that, so that no one is lost. Uh, to have such a purpose in community that you know that you are the walking, living Bible that someone might not have or someone might not even know uh, about the Bible. But because of you, because of your fruit, because of your life, because of your purpose leading them to Christ, uh, this will definitely, your fruit in the way you are living would be the first thing to me that would bring someone in because the love that you have for community, the love that you have for others will definitely give them such purpose to say, oh, I want what that person has. Or how, do you, how did they become that? What do I need to do to become like that? Just to see, you know, the Lord in their life. Just to see an aura or a brightness over them. And to me, leading someone to Christ will continue your mission, honestly, of equipping the body with born-again believers. Okay, no drum roll. No, no drum roll, but uh, the next P is preparation. You, me, we, we cannot give life-saving words to anyone if we do not know his word. You must study the word of God to show yourself approved and knowledgeable of his heart. Attend Bible class, Sunday school. Sunday school is really uh, where I studied and received the word. Because uh, not only as a Sunday school teacher, but you have definitely got to instruct your class. You have definitely got to teach the word. I'm not even talking about pa uh, pastoring or evangelizing or me speaking. But it all started with me in Sunday school, uh, learning the word and rightly dividing it in my heart. 
And some of you can enroll, enroll in seminary if you desire. A role in Bible school if you desire. But most of all, be a great follower of that man or woman of God before you can lead. To me, and I've learned this over the years, um, the mark of any great leader is that he or she, you know, you were first a follower. You follow direction. You followed guidance. You followed the lead of that person that was over you. And all of this, dear hearts, will produce the last P. And that last P is called product. And just to go over some biblical uh, characters that to me, uh, after their preparation and their call, were great pop, uh, products, uh, was Saul whose name was changed to, uh, to Paul. Saul had an encounter. He had a great encounter. And I call it a Damascus Road experience. This same man known as Saul, after his uh, Damascus Road experience, we now know him as Paul. He persecuted the early Christians, I want to say beyond measure, not uh, measure. He persecuted early Christians beyond measure. He was he was cruel. He was cruel in his persecution. But even though he persecuted the early Christians uh, beyond measure, now this man called Paul is no longer a persecutor of Christians. But he became, and I love preaching on Paul, well, really Paul and David, but he became a powerful missionary for God in the kingdom. This apostle who used to persecute, listen to this, was now the apostle who wrote almost all the New Testament. But, okay, what about Elisha? He was the water boy for Elijah and he became doubly blessed. And don't forget about Jacob. He was no longer a cunning sort, and God changed his name to Israel. Well, I know I could continue on and on and on giving you biblical names, but I'm going to get personal now. And just like with any product, I'm going to get personal and talk about me, Diane Neely, this insecure woman, this person that tried hard to fit into different cliques, this person. Uh, that went from trying to fit in to becoming a recluse. Uh, unless you were in my clique, this person, me, yeah, I was short with people when I really wasn't concerned with what they were saying, or at times I just didn't want to be bothered unless, again, you were in my clique. You know what, y'all? I mean, well, some of you all know, and some of you are probably laughing, but, hey, I was a hot mess. And I don't mind telling you I was a hot mess. And you see, I said was because God had a plan. He had a purpose to prepare this product, this woman that changed my future so that I can become this powerful woman of God. So I can walk into this prepared place uh, for him. So I would be able 
to speak the gospel and proclaim the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to be able to minister unmet needs to others, even though my niche is women, but there are men that need this word. There are men that need to break the ties that are bound. There are men also that are not walking into that called place in their future. But I do. I thank God that now I am called uh, evangelist. I am called missionary. I am called my future as an intercessor, intercessor and gifted discerner, meeting the unmet needs of God's people. I thank God that he could use, and I look at it like this, if God can use me, he can use you. If God can bless me with such a wonderful future, with such a wonderful call in my life, he can do the same for you. And that's what I love about the Lord. And that's why in God's wisdom, uh, when he bursts something in us, it's not for me, but it's for others. Sure, I might have went through the birth, the spiritual birth of the pain, the darkness in my life, uh, the periods that I was rejected, the periods that I did not feel love, uh, the, the periods that uh, with my own insecurities, I didn't know uh, uh, where I was going. Uh, I was ashamed of my body, ashamed. And that's even before they were talking about body shaming. You know, I have been there. So able now to birth all of that, to birth that darkness, to birth that rejection, to birth someone telling me that I did not make them happy, to be able to birth all of this. Now I am so set free and nobody can free you uh, like our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. No one can love you uh, like him. No one could put give you a heart of unforgiveness unconditionally uh, like him. And that's what I thank God that I was able to birth. I was able to birth that pain, birth it into something wonderful, into something marvelous, into something great. And the birthing was I mean, the, of course, the natural birth and I birthed my, my three kids. It was for me. But when you birth, give birth to something spiritually in your future, it is for others. And I thank him for that. I thank him that I walk in my call with authority and I do not take my call or my gift lightly, but I embrace it knowing the call and responsibility that he has given me a place in my life. Many days when I wake up in the morning, I ask the Lord to put someone in my heart, to give them a call, uh, uh, someone in my spirit uh, to give them a call, uh, to check in on them. Even if it's just me calling them, and you know I can make you laugh, to call them to make them laugh, to call them so that those dry bones are laughing because truly laughter is medicine uh, for their soul. So, but I do, uh, I, I have another question and I want to ask you, and only you can determine this, how do you see your future now that I have shared with you and given you the four P's for change? 
where do you see yourself going from this? I can speak, I can talk, I can present. Oh my gosh, I can mail you one of my books. You can read it from the cover to the back. But until you look at that man or that woman in the mirror, you and only you can change and walk into your future. And uh, another thing I've noticed in the atmosphere in the season of change, I guess the catchphrase now is evolution. Uh, women evolve, men evolve, but the, and that's great. To me, after you break the ties uh, that bind, after you make a change in your life, honestly, it's time to evolve. Think about it. Break those ties that bind, change, loving you, embracing you, knowing that you can do all things uh, through Christ that, that strengthens you, knowing that God has gifted you. Now it is time to evolve. Evolve into your future. Evolve into that person that the Lord has called, has called you to become and embrace the four Ps. I have equipped you. I have given you the spiritual tools throughout my sessions. Now you have to embrace it, walk in it, speak it, talk it, speak into the atmosphere. Even if you have a look into a mirror and continue to tell yourself how fearfully and wonderfully made you are, how beautiful you are, how you are, even though you might be alone, but you're not lonely. You know, you have to, lots of times, you have to talk and encourage yourself. So encourage yourself knowing that you are that product called by him to go forth into the kingdom. Listen to this. The past is past. Today is the now and your future, your beautiful future awaits you. I want to thank you um, always for taking time out of your very busy schedule. I want to take, I want to thank you for taking time to listen to me. I appreciate you all so much. Uh, I love you, but most of all, how God loves you, how he wants us to go forth how he wants us to embrace our future, to embrace our gift, to embrace what the Lord has given us. Because just think about it. There with now, with the te uh, technology that we have, I'm only meeting a small segment. How we're going to reach the masses, it's because of you. You know and have people in your contact list, your email list, your Facebook list, your Twitter list. We all have different individuals that we need to speak words to, words of encouragement to, words of love to. Even though I've started it with my sessions, but you can forward this. You can embrace this. Uh, uh, you can accept this. You can get all of this in your spirit for only one reason and one person, to meet the unmet needs of God's people. Be blessed. I love you. Uh, and continue just to pray for me as I pray for you. Blessings and so much love in Jesus' name. I love you, love you, love you. Until next month, be blessed.